probably think you brought me all this way to kill me. Out here, in the middle of the ocean. No one can hear you scream. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna kill you. Well, that is disappointing. But I am going to leave you here. Hey guys, welcome back to Spooky Tuesday, a weekly podcast where we're breaking down all of our favorite slashers, thrillers, monster movies, and black comedies on the new scariest day of the week. I'm Sydney Thompson. I'm Monica Height. And I'm Chelsea Duff. And this week is my birthday week. My birthday. Happy birthday! birthday. It's birthday girl, <laughs> Chelsea Duff. It's birth week for Never Chelsea. Never forget. Birth month Chelsea for Chelsea. Palooza. I get the whole month, but my mom also tries to claim the whole month, so it's complicated at my house. Oh but my god! Yeah, I got to fight here... to death with Mindy. Yeah, <laughs> two Virgos, one house. It's a mess. Um, <laughs> thank God I am here to claim my whole territory on Spooky Tuesday. The only Virgo in the room. Um, but while technically my birthday was yesterday, if you're listening right on our release date, it is whole birth week, and we're celebrating with a Chelsea pick. After we did Saw last week, you know, I wasn't sure what was up next for me, but I I gave it a little thought. I watched a couple movies and I was watching one and I just kept thinking to myself, you know, I wish I was watching Influencer, a movie that I had watched earlier in the summer that I really vibed with. Um, It made the festival circuit in 2022, but it made its official debut as a Shutter original earlier over the summer. So it was new, fresh, exciting. Um, but I really had a blast with it when it came out. And I was like, I really should just make Monica and Sydney watch this horror movie oh, for yeah. girls so we can talk about it. It was a hoot and a holler, man. I was I was intrigued by it. I had watched the trailer before you watched it, and I thought it looked interesting, but, like, it could go either way. I was like, the mm-hmm. concept is interesting, but it could be really fucking stupid because sometimes the direct release movies are hit or miss. Yeah. You might recall a movie we did earlier in the summer that was a direct-to-streaming release that was a little hit or miss. I won't say it now. Uh, <laughs> I honestly don't even remember what you're talking about. They slash them. Oh, oh no, that's bestie. <laughs> Literally, when that's I was thinking to myself, what should I pick? I was like, could we do they slash them again? <laughs> I know, but you know, it's a little his or mess. I thought it was gonna go the they slash them direction, like kind of like mm-hmm. stoopy, a little stoopy. But we love her, we love her, but she's a little dumb, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like she's a little dumb. Um, but this, but actually, this is great. I thought the cinematography was cool. I had a great time, I was having a little blast. I watched the trailer for this at one point when I was Mm -hmm. like, I like to watch horror movies before I go to sleep sometimes. And so I was like, as as we all do. Yeah. Right. Like normal, well-adjusted individuals. Um, (laughs) And I was like, okay, 
it was all, all, always on my list and then I completely mm-hmm. just kind of like forgot about it because I Easy just to went yeah. to immediately watching my go-to uh, bedtime one, which is Silence of the Lambs. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> classic, classic Anthony Cop- story. Anthony Hopkins really does uh, put you to sleep. Not in a mean way. I mean, like he's a soothing he's gentleman soothing. and I trust him. Yeah, his <laughs> tone is really actually mm-hmm. relaxing in that film. Truly, truly. But I had a good time with this surprisingly. <gasps> you wow. did? Oh my god! I'm shocked. <laughs> like, it's not scary, but mm-hmm. also, it it hit me a little hard. Again, as we Ooh. spoke about last week, yep. I am a woman who has had three stalkers and who has almost been abducted yeah. four times. So this movie just really was like, "Do you want to experience that fear again? I got you, girl." Yeah, <laughs> and also on the like, big screen <laughs> and. From another lady doing it, I was like, "You're supposed to be a safe space." <laughs> women protecting women. So much for girl, girl solidarity. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's not I, a girl's girl. That's I that mean, is not I a girl's girl. A little bit, but not in that way. Um, yeah, that's something to discuss as we get into the movie. If you haven't seen it yet, sorry, we did a little spoilers before the tagline, but such is life. Um. The tagline, though, is, oh, it's kind of long. Um, Okay, it reads, while struggling on a solo backpacking trip in Thailand, social media influencer Madison meets CW, who travels with ease and shows her a more uninhibited way of living, but CW's interest in her takes a darker turn. Okay, so maybe that is enough. Maybe that's just as spoilery as we've been so far. Um, Why is her name CW? <laughs> I'm just like, CW, like watch Riverdale yeah. <laughs> this Thursday night. You know, like, I can't stop mm-hmm. thinking that. <laughs> I don't know, actually. I would love to see that because it doesn't, like, really roll off the tongue either. And also, they don't really say it very often in the movie. No. So, like, I don't know. But um, they were like, yeah, this I mean, is weird. Why did we do this? Well, we already <laughs> filmed a couple scenes, so we can't turn back now. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't catch her name until, uh, like, my subtitles said, like, yeah. CW something. I, like, never caught her name. I was like, oh. And then it's I was really like, why, to why just is not her name it. CW? I was like, that's dumb. Yeah, I mean, it really is dumb. a choice for sure. Uh, but there are a lot of choices that are really cool here. So I'm willing to be like, you do you, girl. Um, yeah. But I didn't watch the trailer before I watched this movie. I had seen a TikTok about it which had the clip of her like photoshopping the like making the deep fake basically um and so i had i knew like that element was going to come into play but i didn't necessarily know how or when um so it was really just a ride for me for the most part when i started it i wasn't sure who the main character was at first it's easy to think it's madison um and you can certainly make an argument that in a way it is still madison but mm-hmm. They have one of those long opens, which is yes! so I love I the late love title sequence. Twenty six yeah. like minutes in, yes, was the it twenty six minutes? I was sequence. wondering. Oh my god! Yeah, I wasn't counting or anything, but I was trying to remember. I Fresh did a really good like late title sequence. Yes, um, I loved the one in this one. I'm sure there are more that I are not coming top of mind. Another but... banger, direct release to streaming. Oh my mm-hmm. god. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's something to it. I mean, streaming is complicated. They're using it to shaft the writers and actors. But yeah, it is totally. convenient for me. You know, I just want my artists to be compensated fairly for the work that they're doing. 
Um, but I agree. Yeah, I, this can was... I just say something really quickly oh, though sure. about the tagline before we get too far away from it? Madison yeah. was not backpacking. That was not. She, oh, that's not true. Backpacking. She, she was, was like, <laughs> she was like, gla- like gla- the most glamorous thing I've seen in Thailand. You know what I mean? Like she's having the full bougie experience. That's the only kind of backpacking that I will ever do. Backpacking <laughs> at my resort with my free my, sponsored beauty products, my, um, my expensive skincare. Resort. Yeah. Where yeah, she has her me. own infinity pool, or no, the infinity pool was later, but she has her own like full, like gorgeous walkway into her room. Mm-hmm. Like it's a full freestanding building. Yeah, I think she has her own pool in there. It's That's really nice. my kind of backpacking. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it is stunning, beautiful, but it is a so fun stunning. start because actually. They do give you that like one second glimpse to be like, remember that you're watching a horror movie of like a blonde girl face down on the beach before they cut to Madison with the voiceover as she's doing like her recorded intro for her followers on Instagram. Pay attention to what the body is wearing. <laughs> what is, That's what I, mean... I realized later on. People oh, wearing, like, like when you shorts see... and a t-shirt when you see the body on the ground. Uh-huh. Just saying, keep that in mind for later. I don't want to say it about... now. <laughs> I don't want to say it now. But are you talking about the, the dark room photos? Oh, no. Don't they do like a shot like of a corpse like face down like sometime early in the movie? I don't remember exactly when. It's in the trailer. There's like a blonde girl face down in the sand. Yeah, that's like the very first second. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. If you just, just, well, I'll bring it okay. up later. Remember okay, now. We'll go back around Remember now. Remember right. what she's wearing: <laughs> shorts and a t-shirt. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um. Yeah, I did like the beginning of this too. Like her little voiceover with her fucking cringe ass speech, you know. And you see her like not doing any of the fucking shit that she says that she's doing like oh my god as a girly who just deleted instagram today but then i also redownloaded it today as well <laughs> uh, <laughs> this was like a, a great reminder of why it needs to go yeah i mean i think that is an interesting theme of the movie that they're examining for sure um with with Madison especially, but again, that's kind of later in the film stuff, so we'll circle back. But it is an interesting setup to be like, here she is, she's speaking to camera, she's talking to you, the audience, as well, in a way. And she's, like, representing herself, and you see her out and about, but it's just kind of at the hotel. And then you get, like, the shot when she pulls the camera away from her, her phone away from her, and she's like, but I'm sad, and I'm alone. It's not all it's cracked up to be, to be an influencer. (laughs) You hear the zillion dings of a million notifications, but she, the smile drops. I want to know why you would, like, you as a boyfriend, okay, one, Uh you knew he was going to be a shitty boyfriend because he was named Ryan. (laughs) True. Like, in my enemies list, in my phone. The top four people are Ryan, and the first three are individual Ryans, and the fourth one literally says, "Actually, anybody named Ryan." Oh my god, is my enemy. They did. I don't know if y'all saw this on the internet. They did an all Ryans meetup 
Um, I saw it on Reels. my personal Don't worry, I hell. It on Instagram. Um, and it's like all the Ryans in the world all met up together and they had a party or something. And then they were having another Ryan party and they were like, no Bryans allowed. And the Bryans were very angry. Um, and so you could have gone there and eradicated the Ryan race right then and there. Big missed opportunity. Well, the next Ryan get together is where. OK, but speaking of how you knew Ryan was going to be a bad boyfriend. Just switch tags in the middle of that sentence. <laughs> OK, <He> tell me. <laughs> she goes to Thailand by herself. Mm-hmm. What? It's far away. It's, it's far so away. far away. Like, why are you brave and bold? People travel alone. I don't. I would like to, but I do not. (laughs) I doubt. And that like if I but like if we were having a trip and like, say you were going to meet me like a day later, maybe like I would have planned my thing where you got there first and then I would have shown up because I don't want to do that. You know, again, Mm -hmm. almost been abducted four times (laughs) for him to just be like. Yeah, I'm actually not gonna come to this very nice across the world thing. I would have been like, you're dead to me. And he set it up too. Like they reveal it later in the film that he's like behind the origin story of her influencing. But it's like he set this whole trip up for them. He's the one with the connection to the beauty brand. Like he's the one seemingly doing all the sponsorships and stuff on her behalf. And then he just bails. And, like, we never really get a reason why, other than he says, like, I'm busy. But he's also on Instagram so being, like, busy. third rum and coke, bitch. Like, no. are you busy well, or are you do, just hanging out? They do a really good job of making you think he's a huge piece of shit. And he is. He is. But he there's more to him than that. You know what I mean? Like, this whole second half of the movie is his, like, redemption arc, you know, as too late as it might be. Um, But I fucking couldn't stand him i was like him in his little fucking ponytail drinking rum and cokes while she's (laughs) out here doing the hard work being sad at the resort how could he having british men named rupert creepishly hit on her at bars uncle rupert i mean come on i know i personally like a solo trip like i am all about i mean i don't like travel solo internationally because um, I'm not usually willing to commit the money for such a thing on my own, at least. Maybe if somebody else organized and everything, then I would be like, okay, I'll take the trip. But I still wouldn't I, do that. I love like a little solo vacation moment, but a whole week to yourself, two weeks to yourself, it's a lot. I'm good with like a little day trip where I'm going to like, two towns over to go to the nice antique store by myself to just like decompress that's me I if I'm like driving across like if I'm driving somewhere that's fine although I do normally carry my gun with me and uh also wasp spray and or bear mace and I also have a knife in my car so you know you never know when I did my first solo road trip, I was like, let me bring this really big mag light flashlight in case I need to bludgeon somebody. Um, let me bring a pair of scissors in the car just in case. Yeah. I literally just watched a horror movie where wasp spray came into play. So uh, if if you know what I'm talking about, spookies, you know, then you know. But, wasp spray will uh, yeah, go the distance like- and that shit burns. 
that shit goes far. I shot it all the way up to my roof one time. Exactly. So it can long distance save your life. <laughs> the more you know. But yeah. I the thing is, like, as the bitch that I am, I too would become friends with CW. No question. Hot girl, protect me from old man. I get to hold onto the back of her on a fucking Vespa. Are you kidding me? This is my dream. This is my dream. So I would have been killed. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the tricky bit for sure. Is like, this movie does kind of prey on that girl-girl solidarity instinct, um, which is is sad because we should be able to rely on our fellow girl but but just like because of equality even girls can be fucking sociopaths even girls murderers do anything even be serial killers um and i love that for them Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean they set up they set up this whole thing she's traveling alone her boyfriend ditched her she's sad and now this creepy guy won't take a hint at the bar and guess who swoops in to save her and is like telling the guy off and then is like do you want to come take a walk with me making her feel so safe and then takes her on all of these cool adventures you know what I mean like CW is 100% putting in the work she's wooing oh, yeah. her for sure she's wooing her I was wooed she's was so wooed. pretty she oh, she's so gorgeous yeah pretty so I pretty. love her birthmark <laughs> yeah she's really too. stunning and they I really wanted to like find interviews with her where she talked about it in this movie because it is so relevant to the plot um which is interesting because I did find one interview where she said she was originally reading for the Madison role but then when they brought her in they liked her for CW so they cast her as CW instead so that wasn't like written into the plot or written with her in mind they just were willing to adapt and use what they had um she's gay in real life oh yeah oh yeah She's gay in real life, and she is exactly in our age bracket, y'all. She's an Aries, and she's She's a year older than me, so she's right (laughs) in between our ages. Cassandra Snowd, I love you. (laughs) She is absolutely gorgeous. That is one of the main takeaways, for sure, when you're watching the movie. But it's interesting, because when I was... Oh, sorry. She, the The birthmark is real. I thought that it was makeup, maybe because it's so plot relevant, but it's mm-hmm. like real. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying is that they were like just working with what they had and like writing things into the script. There was another like script change um, that they did in the moment, basically, while shooting um, that I'll talk about a little later. But sh- when I was looking for things, it was interesting because she first like popped up on the online radar in like 2015 basically being like I'm a dancer and I'm kind of building an Instagram following and I'm talking about having this birthmark on my face and how it's like people told me I would have to cover it up if I wanted to be in Hollywood or if I wanted to have a following but this is who I am so it's really interesting to see the way that they um, folded it into the story I wish I had heard more from her about it in this movie specifically but she does have other interesting things to say i have important news okay she was on the snowpiercer tv show should we hit up christian (laughs) (laughs) hey girl do you know this other girl hey girl can you set us up with this other girl (laughs) friend of the pod christian brune okay he he would hook it up he would absolutely hook it up 
Oh, she played someone named Monica once on a show. Okay. It's destined to be. Continue. (laughs) She wants to be on the podcast. I can feel it in my heart. Oh, Um, definitely. But yeah, I mean, it is interesting to see that that was kind of like her start of like building a following or like building her career as an entertainer um, was, was sort of centered around her birthmark to some degree. Um, And then to see it used so well in this film is interesting because I mean they never like directly speak about it in the film other than that one moment where Ryan is like you're unique like that would work for you actually um but they it's well we'll talk about the deep fake stuff when we get there but she just is stunning Madison is so cute they hit it off immediately they have incredible chemistry you're rooting for them they go on amazing adventures. I was texting the girlies when I was watching it and I was like, because it's such a late title card, right? So there's like a full 26 minutes of joy, joyous time of the girlies traveling through Thailand and having a nice adventure. And I was like, I could just watch this the whole time. I'm having a nice time. I could watch this girls trip movie as well. Does it have to become a horror movie? But yeah, it did. And I'm glad it did because it did pay off real nice. It almost is like you do want them to just be in love. You know what I yeah. mean? It's And then they like yeah. meet up with those two guys also and they're like kind of doing a double dating thing. But it's also like those guys are also gay in a couple. So this is actually just two gay couples out on the town doing a little adventure while on vacation. And then they have to be like, no, it is a horror movie. Remember that shot from the beginning? We told you it was a horror movie. We tried to help you keep it in mind. You're bolstering Madison's confidence. You're having a great time. Mm -hmm. She's having that where she's like, wow. You're helping her disconnect. Yeah. Yeah. You're like reminding her that sometimes you don't have to take a photo of your food. You can just eat it and it's best eaten hot and like you can live in the moment. And like she's taking pictures of her, but on a film camera so that you have to like wait to process it later. No more instant gratification. Yeah, Madison is like, did it turn out good? And she like just turns around, shows her the back of the camera. It's like they really could have had something. They really could have had something. There was a connection there. But unfortunately, CW has bad kind CW. of a pattern. Yeah. Yeah. She's a she was too set in her ways um, and following her own script to realize that actually things were different with Madison. Actually, mm-hmm. there was something special there with Madison. Yeah, you could have had it all, but it didn't. Instead, it didn't process for her until later. Too bad. It's really too bad. That's what this really is—a misconnection love story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, yeah, the second I texted you guys and was like, "Can't this just continue to be nice?" Um, was the second that <laughs> Madison was like, "So, um, are you gonna kill me?" Which yeah. I really related oh, yeah. to. So basically, CW takes her on this like boat tiny little dinghy boat excursion deep into the fucking ocean like deep um and takes her to this little island that's off the grid so she can unwind blah 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 blah. and they're sitting around the fire having a lovely time 
And Madison's like, he, 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 are you going to kill me? Blah, 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 blah. And I related to that so much because I have <laughs> asked that exact question and also gotten a really, really weird response. Oh, <laughs> yes. In the movie, um, CW goes on to tell her exactly what she's going to do to her, which is leave her to die stranded on this island. And she's like, <laughs> that's the so funny. Ha, 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 ha. and then like literally starts dancing to no music around the fire like that was so fucking funny in yeah, my I mean, I life described basically that whole scene because the dialogue was so good oh, too it's so good but I, in real life one time mm-hmm. me and my gal pals were at a bar and we'd become friends with this boy who like randomly had been two of at two of the bars that we had been that last been at that night so we went back to his place because we we're going to go to an after hours. And we get back to his place and there are like two more dudes there. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, <laughs> there's two more dudes here. That's, we didn't know about that. That seems weird. And so I turned to him and I, I like pulled him aside and I was like, you seem cool, but like, you're not going to kill us, right? And I was like, definitely joking. He got so fucking mad. We went into the bathroom and started yelling at each other. He's like, why would you say that? I thought that we were friends. And I was like, I was joking around, but you're really angry. And I'm kind yeah, of now very, I think you might kill now me. I'm nervous. Maybe I th- now I think you're going to kill me. And so my friends thought we were making out in the bathroom. I was like, no, we're having our first fight as best friends and we need to leave right now because we're not the best friends that we thought we were so anyway this could have happened to me is what i'm trying to say oh my god no that's scary though because that one time i had those three random guys that i was like i'm gonna we're gonna be a friend squad (laughs) and then i started to freak out because i was like we're all in my apartment and i just met them tonight and it is 3 a.m and i started to be like things could go really wrong they were very nice about it they were just like I mean, he was like, you've watched too many horror movies, which are arguable whether or not that's true. What's too many? It's not quantifiable. Um, But he wasn't like, you're a stupid bitch. How dare you say that? You know what I mean? Like, that is just such a weird reaction from a man to be so completely not understanding at all about like, look, ladies do be getting murdered sometimes. So like a little sympathy, please, when I'm just feeling a little afraid. Maybe be nice to me if I'm feeling afraid. Yeah, I was like, this will be a funny joke. Um, I also think I'm best friends with people right away. So not everyone feels that way <laughs> back. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that really, that really hit. That moment really hit. And it's just so funny when that happens in horror movies where someone like tells you exactly what you're going to do and you take mm-hmm. it as a joke. And then they I- actually do it. I would take it as a joke, well, they, too, because I love a dark, yeah. fucked up joke, you know? I'd be like, And yeah. they laid a little groundwork for it to be a joke, because right before that, Madison is talking about, like, I haven't been sitting around a fire in a decade, but back when I was in the Girl Scouts, we used to sit around a campfire and tell scary stories, and this one girl would oh, tell yeah. really dark, fucked up stories and then Mm. cw does that and so she's like haha you're just like my old friend becky or whatever like she's just like oh i introduced the dark scary story aspect into the conversation she doesn't realize the threat that she's facing basically like she thinks that she's the one building this up as a joke basically um but it's it doesn't go that way and you know she tries to 
she thinks that she's like, well, there's a flaw in your plan. You can't just leave me here stranded on this island to die, which is what CW says she's gonna do. She, oh my God, the the whole scene is so good. That whole speech is so good. Oh she says- God. Um, first you'll wake up alone. You'll realize I'm gone. You'll check your phone, but it's useless out here. So that won't help. She says, she keeps going. She's like, you'll start to look for food. Good luck with that. It's funny. You're surrounded by all this water. You can't drink any of it. So you'll start to get really thirsty. You think it'd be painful, but after a while, you just start seeing things. I've actually heard it's almost euphoric. Like she's laying all this out. And then she's like, doesn't sound you'll that bad. Slowly- <laughs> It's kind of like doing drugs, girly. You might love it. Yeah, um, I was like, oh my God. But she's like, you'll slowly fade into obscurity. And like all the other girls, no one's going to come looking for you. You'll cease to exist, gradually rotting away as the sand crabs eat your flesh. And that's when Madison mm, is like, so... I like that. <laughs> Here's the thing. If anybody so... says sand crabs eating my flesh, I'm like, I don't want to be Amelia Earhart. Good day. That's what I was going to yeah. say. That's so Amelia Earhart coded. <laughs> but that <laughs> was also coconut crabs or whatever. The big giant fucking scary ones. Or they're still scary. Crabs they're huge. Madison they're really thinks that her following is going to protect her though. She's really like, what do you mean? Nobody would notice if I'm gone. He, he, I've got a hundred thousand followers or whatever. And CW was like, guess what you, she said it's not, necessarily not true but it is mean she says you sell products to little girls do you really think they'd come looking for you i bet if i took over your account no one would notice which is mean which is so mean i would hope yeah i can't relate because that would never happen with us in the spookies they would know right away they would know they right would away. Immediately. <laughs> Y'all know. would know right away, right? Spookies, you would be like, something's weird. This doesn't sound like the voice of Chelsea. Monica hasn't made a stupid throwback Thursday in weeks. Like, what's going on here? You would know. I know you'd know. It'd be like, well, also, it'd be hard to deep fake all three of us for an episode. You never know. This is why we're scared AI of AI. Crazy. Exactly. Dude, this is like. The, the fucking deep fake shit is so scary so so scary and they can actually fucking do that shit now like it seems like oh preposterous it's like in csi when they like have like grainy footage of it's like from a, a camera too. and they're like enhance enhance and you're For like screen. that can't actually happen they can actually do this fucking shit yeah <laughs> have you and seen the tom cruise guy on the internet Mm-hmm. that's a deep fake <laughs> oh and that fake robert pattinson guy although maybe he oh, just looks like robert pattinson him. but like There's all the guy... gl- fake ai glee covers of songs those sound pretty good and i hate that good. they do but they do they did a How drake dare they steal kurt song. hummel's voice like that oh yeah Definitely. that fake drake song yeah oh, and yeah. it sounded real good but still it's crazy chill. yeah it's crazy but yeah, I mean, Madison think that's, thinks that's like a protective factor for her. And um, unfortunately, CW is like really good at her whole gig. So she's got it down pretty good, which is that she does. I mean, that's the moment where you get like the influencer title card, by the way, is after this whole mm-hmm. thing when they're like going to sleep on the beach. And it doesn't even like the next morning doesn't start with Madison waking up alone it's even creepier because it starts with CW still sitting in the exact 
same position that she was in the night before. Like she's just been sitting there waiting for daybreak. And then she gets up and she takes Madison's bag too. And then she gets in her little boat and she speeds the fuck off. And it is grim. It's grim out here for Madison. And it picks up when it picks up after that, it says three weeks later. So in your mind, you're like, she said she'd only survive three to four days. Madison's long fucking dead. Like she's crab food at this point. She been and dead. So yeah. It, it makes all the rest of the the movie all the more painful because finally people start to figure it out or her boyfriend at least comes looking for her. And you're like, well, it's too late, right? It's That's what we're thinking. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it is so wild because CW, like I said, she's really good. at. She's got her strategy down pretty pat for the most part. Like as long as outside in- elements aren't fucking with her shit, she's like, yeah, I stalk a girl on Instagram. Um, I check to see if she's traveling alone. She's an influencer. So usually she has a little post talking about it. She's tagged her hotel location. So I just need to show up where she says that she is. And then I befriend her. To millions of people. They're making it easy for her. And then she does her whole thing where she leaves them on the island. And then all she needs is a blonde wig and she has all of their clothes. And as long as she can kind of fit into them, it's not that hard for her to make a million new posts for them. So that even if someone ever does come looking or the police ever do go looking, she's like fully fucked with the timeline for them. Like it's going to take forever to like unparse that. They seem to be alive for another three weeks before she goes, okay, I'm taking a break from social media. Don't know when I'll be back. And also like the fact that they're like in Thailand, you know, that's a place where people do eat, pray, fucking love it. So it is believable that they'd be like, I've found peace and tranquility. Yeah. Yeah. In my expat life now, you know, yeah, I have a friend who lived in Thailand for a long time. He wasn't necessarily eat, pray, loving it, but he did have a blast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it is so interesting to see when she moves on to Jessica, though. The way that she, it like shows her hunting process at that point, because you haven't really seen it before, but you did see her going home to her gorgeous ass house and like developing her little photo of Madison in her dark room and putting it to the wall. And then you're like, oh shit, there's photos of five other girls here already. Like, this is fully a process that she's been doing. She's got it down pat. Yeah, no, it's it's so, 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 so disturbing. I, I just couldn't get over the montage of her doing all the posts, too. I mean, I know we just went through that part, but it was just, that was very chilling. It was so chilling. The fucking hat. And the blonde wig. Oh, my God. The blonde yeah, wig like, is very unsettling. Well, I think it was also interesting, though, that she, her next person that she went for was, like, an older person. Like, slightly, slightly. Not, not like, a lot older. But, like, you know, you think she'd prey on, like, the young and naive traveler more. She would have better success with that because the next girl, like, is sussed out by her almost immediately um yeah I mean I think she still keeps fucking going for it you know I was shocked she kept going for it you know 
she has to win she's so convinced that she is unbeatable at this and that she can pull it off with anyone doing anything and I think for the most part that has been true so far and she hasn't really had many stumbling blocks but she is for sure being like all all blonde influencer girlies in Thailand are the same and you can see this second that she's interacting with Jessica that she did not clock Jessica correctly. Like she is making missteps. They have that first run in after she's fully stalked her to like followed her down a mostly empty street, which you think would be a little bold. Um, mm-hmm. But she pops up in that gift shop and she's like, that's a fake. Like she thinks that she can do her same thing with Jessica that she did with Madison of being like, actually, right. I'm an expert I'm on the area and I can show you around. And like, that makes sense that that would work for the most part. Cause she's like, these influencer girlies are coming here and they want to have the quote unquote authentic experience Experience. or they want to know like all the cool influencer things to do also. Like she took Madison to see the elephants, which I loved. Um, but they've got all of these and I'm sure she's like learning from each of the influencers too. She's like, each one shows her something maybe. And she's like, okay, filing it away for my next target. So she's totally. building up this stockpile. Um, oh, oh my God. Also the break-in with Madison as like part of her whole MO is so good and interesting not just to be like aren't you unsettled don't you want to come stay with me instead but she's also like fill out this form with your name your last name yeah your mother's maiden name basically any security questions that I would need to get into your accounts presumably including your bank account and your credit card so that I can steal your resources so I can continue to live this luxurious lifestyle and catfish the next girl who comes along basically um it is so brilliant very finely tuned other than the fact that she just doesn't always read people well so she has that moment with jessica where she's trying to be the expert and jessica's like actually i'm an expert so i don't need you bitch and um i don't really care that much about my sister so i'm happy to buy her a bullshit gift anyway well it's so, so interesting too how yeah that was super funny but it's, it's super interesting how like she recalibrated because like for madison mm-hmm. her demeanor was like cool sexy cool girl mm-hmm. who knows about shit and ro- rides a motorcycle wowie she knows everything and she's like okay this girl knows her shit already She's a seasoned traveler. She looks into it more and she's like, oh, I'm going to go ditzy fangirl on her, like embarrassed like fan and changes her entire demeanor. And that breaks down the barrier for the this new woman. Like, it's it's so interesting. She's a great that actress. Is the, yeah, that's the last minute script change that I was referencing earlier. Is oh, that really? something that they came up with like while filming? I think they must have been just like, why would we expect it to like work on Jessica one minute when it didn't work on her before? And once we like looked at her Instagram profile and seen all of her like girl boss MLM join our team community building stuff, she's <laughs> like, actually, Jessica needs someone to take under her wing. I know instead of being myself, CW, I'm just going to be Madison because I just spent three weeks with that girl. So now I know what to do. I'll just be Madison and I'll be sweet and I'll be wearing all of her little floral clothes again. Mm -hmm. And I'll let Jessica think that she is in charge and she gets to show me around. Yeah, it's it's brilliant. That's a that was a smart switch switch up. It made it more compelling and made her all the more sinister. 
Maybe CW mm-hmm. all the more sinister that she could like. She's such a smart, be such girly. a fucking chameleon. Yeah, hot, sexy, smart, girly who yeah. is <laughs> unhinged to the yeah. nth degree. But I love that with Jessica. Even more sexier. I know. Mm. I love that with Jessica, you're getting to see the like behind the scenes sort of of what she had done with Madison, like how she finds and picks a girl, like how she does the break in. Um, We didn't see how it happened with Madison because we got like, I went to, to, like scrolled back at that moment to be like, do we see like an opportunity for where this could have happened where she had done the break in, but we don't, it cuts to like them in one outfit um, on their motorcycle to like in different outfits later going out. So somewhere in there in between, she was able to like snag an opportunity to go fuck up Madison's hotel room while Madison wasn't there. Um, And while they weren't together, presumably. So I don't know what Madison was doing. But it was easy with Jessica. She just was holding her purse during a little photo shoot that Jessica was doing. She slipped out the key card. Jessica had to go to a meeting. And then she went, fucked up her room, and then sat outside the hotel looking at her phone, waiting for Jessica to come home, discover her room was fucked up, and then text her so that she could be like, oh my god, girl, oh no. Like, she's fully just on top of her shit. Other this, if only Jessica wasn't so savvy. I know. Well, she's great. I would say Jessica was probably like in her 30s, and Madison's obviously like in her 20s. She's like 22, is like right. And then, yeah, my guess Mm -hmm. is like I would clock Jessica somewhere at like 35. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. I would say early 30s. She could go either way. She has a more mature look. She has a more mature look for sure, but she also is like, I feel like it could go either way. In real life, she looked the older than that me. plays CW is, she does look older than you, but you look really Oh, she's young. 36. Oh, she was on Vampire Diaries. Ha! Oh, no way. Look at me. I'm so great at this. Yeah, you are. I'm really terrible at it. <laughs> I'm genuinely terrible at it. <laughs> you're such a bad barometer for, like, what people look like. Like, you you look, like, younger than I do at this point. I've really aged in the last <laughs> year. So, not fair. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Our but girly, just, like, CW, is 31 in real life, in case you want to know. Just saying. A queen. But I a was queen. thinking, like, that's the difference of, you know, a woman who is in her mid-30s versus a woman who's like in her early 20s and you know stranger danger and being more alert and trying to be yeah an age where you like want guidance maybe you don't feel like an adult but you're an adult age sort of and so you're kind of being like someone tell me what to do with my life a little bit but you could even tell that jessica was like really not fully down with any of the shit that she was kind mm-hmm. of being like hey do you want to do this and eh, not really i don't give a shit like yeah please Jessica leave me alone like, oh it's hard to travel on your own at first making it seem like she's been doing this for fucking years which she has been and she has good instincts but she didn't trust them enough until it was too late i would like, just like i love to make new friends with people and i would love to make new friends with people traveling and i would go to some place like in that same city with them but like going into their turf and like staying Remote at their home, house far away yeah that in the is jungle a level of trust that i'm not willing to get to in week one maybe yeah week two well 
It is like week two, I think, because um, they say in they it's like a throwaway line. But Ryan says at one point that she extended her trip from one week to two, which is presumably when she met CW in the first place, because otherwise, why would she have extended her trip? And then we see all of their adventures and then she loses her passport. So it's like she had already extended her trip. And now her home has been, or her hotel room has been broken into. Yeah. And so she's like, this girl has made me feel so safe and so self-assured for the last week. Surely what could go wrong if I went to her home with her? She's been yeah. nothing but a sweetie peety to me so far. Um, yeah, no, I totally agree. Jessica's less like, let me go to your house for safety and is more like, oh, you're rich and you have a really nice home. House? Yeah. Let's, how how big is this house? This is smart. It's smart. She wants a picture in the infinity pool and I understand that. I mean, yeah, Um, same. But this is when we start to get the redemption arc for Ryan because um, though he's a Ryan, he does do some nice boy things in this which is try to redeem himself too little too late um but does do a whole rose petal thing he does do creepy things to find out where she is though like he checks her bank statement but like what the fuck are they married why do they have shared access that's so weird um but yeah really i don't need a man to know how much money i'm spending at target or all my weird little trinkets like that is even none of my my business business. quite that's that's not even my business quite frankly (laughs) But he's like her business manager, basically. So he's fully dialed into all of those accounts. He's like, this is the account where all of the money goes in because I'm taking my 5% fee for hooking you up with all of these sponsorships or whatever. He says that when he shows up and he immediately argues with CW because CW told Jessica, I mean, she's playing Madison. So she told her Madison story of like, I was supposed to be here with my boyfriend and then he bailed, but I have yeah. this place all to myself. And then Ryan shows up and is like, um, this place is rented out in Madison's name and I'm Madison's boyfriend and I don't know who the fuck you are. So he says like, I'm See, basically paying for this whole place. I would He's have like, loved my then. Money. I would have loved then when there's some other like, and not even because I'm like sussed out by CW, I would have left because there is a man that I don't know in the home and I'm not sleeping in a house with a man that I don't know. Going back to the man stranger danger thing, like I would have been out of there. I don't know, but she's down for a good time. Also, they got there late at night, so I'm not blaming her. I'm not blaming her, you know, but I love that Ryan immediately is like, what the fuck? Because, yeah, immediately, what the fuck? Like, why isn't Madison here? Where is she? Like, why won't she like FaceTime me or send me a picture or anything like that? Like the the voice mod modification shit that they that cw uses to convince him that madison is elsewhere elsewhere and has dumped him is convincing but it also sounds hella stilted like he yeah clocks that right away it does sound stilted it's not perfect he's like you don't sound so good and it's like yeah because she sounds like a little robot yeah but you wouldn't necessarily jump to the conclusion of oh someone is ai faking her voice like it's the same kind of thing um with 
You know how in like identical strangers movies where it's like they swap places and you're like, why wouldn't anyone be able to tell that that's not their loved one? And it's like, yeah, but why would you ever assume that there's an exact doppelganger of them out in the world? It's more. I'm actually always thinking about that. So I would know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I did. um, I can't remember if I showed you guys, but when I was in Wyoming recently, we went into a store and their store owner there was like, my brother looked exactly like his bestie and he was able to pull up a photo. And I was like, yeah, those two people were here. I think I would be able, I think I would know my brother if they switched places and I would be like, this guy is not that, but you could probably convince some people if you swapped out their little lives for a day or two. So sometimes there is a fucking a doppelganger out there. Sometimes there There are, there are, there's, I have a doppelganger out there. Ugly Monica. Louder than me. No, not ugly Monica. There was this girl who lived at our apartment complex who apparently looked exactly like me but less hot. Um, and always so call her ugly Monica. They call nice. her ugly Monica. It's mean. It's super mean. I feel bad. For... Monica never called her that. Only me and Alex. Yeah, I didn't call her that. that so I can't get in trouble. I'm not a bully. I did nothing wrong. Um, and I never really saw her. But I do believe that my twin sister, who's British, is Charlotte Ritchie, who's on you. Um, except she's hotter than I am. So whatever. Like, we're not going to talk about that that much. But yeah, that's my doppelganger. And people on the street who I don't know have said it. So that's how you know it's true. This, this the first is the time second anyone's... episode you've shared this on recently. Okay, well, I can't stop thinking about it. I just finished the episode. I finished the whole season yesterday. And so I was just so it's like looking like, in a mirror. All my it was weird. It was weird. I was like, this is what I would look like if I lost 50 pounds and was a tiny little waif woman. Um, which is I had narrow and was shoulders. British. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And if I was kissing Penn Badgley, which I've thought about a lot. So I'm a little dream. bit jealous of other me. Sure, 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 um, sure. But yeah, doppelgangers exist. I don't know how we got into doppelgangers, but um, I mean, we've all seen the Vampire Diaries. Of course, doppelgangers exist. Of course, doppelgangers exist. So relevant because Sarah Canning was in Vampire Diaries. Um, But yeah, I mean, you it's it's a big logical leap to make to be like someone is impersonating Madison on Instagram for weeks. Someone is faking her voice on this phone call that I'm having with her right now. Like you can understand why it takes him a little longer to put the pieces together, even when he's like, something is wonky here. Like something is not right. Yeah. No, it, it makes sense. And he's immediately sus and he is smart to immediately start cluing in uh jessica on it that's her name right yeah um, yeah be like um this this shit stinks um so we should maybe yeah. get the fuck out of here immediately and luckily jessica is like yeah this is weird i'm Audi, but unfortunately cw is a hypervigilant stalker and so <laughs> yeah i mean it's interesting out in time It's super interesting to see the way that CW is doing her best to like cover her tracks and like combat the two of them linking up and putting all of this together. But she's a one-on-one kind of girly. She's not really used to having to tackle two people at once. One of them a man. That's not her usual MO. Mm -hmm. So they, Jessica is like, hey, I'm going to go out on the town that first morning after Ryan shows up and they go to the house 
And CW is like, no, I can't go. Cause she's like, I got to hold down the fort and figure out how to fake this Madison thing and get rid of Ryan. But then Ryan is like, I'll go with you. And she's like, shit, I can't let them go alone or they're going to talk about things. I have to be there to shut it down. And even when she's there, Ryan is like, oh yeah, like Madison got her room broken into and she's been weird ever since. And Jessica's like, that's fucking interesting because I got my room broken into too. And CW is like, yeah, crazy. That happens all the time here. Isn't that crazy, you guys? It's like actually not that weird that it happened to both of you guys and you're both hanging out with me. It's probably happens to every blonde in this city. Actually, all blondes experience this. Literally, yeah, Yeah, all blondes (laughs) happen break in. Well, maybe. (laughs) But maybe. they go out with Ryan and then Jessica sneaks away and CW sneaks after her. And even still, she's trying to cover it and just be like, I guess neither of us could stand partying with Ryan, huh? But Jessica really thought she had her shit together. She's like, I took the taxi back. I told Ryan that I was going to stay in a hotel. I told the cab to wait for me. She didn't count on CW following her. Before she left. Because she had the plan before she left. So she should have packed before she left. But, you know, again. CW was, like, right behind her, though. Even if she had the suitcase ready to go, I don't know that she would have been able to get out back to the cab fast enough. Yeah, that's true. I would have just left my shit. (laughs) Yeah, you'd think the cab would be, like, not so immediately behind. Or at some point you'd go, why is this other cab following us all the way back to this remote home like you think you would notice that if you're jessica and you're savvy and your whole thing it's like i'm on to you and you're five minutes ahead yeah but yeah i mean that death was fucking gruesome the immediate smashed head so bloody that was terrible and like the fucking stiletto through the throat yeah. i thought she was gonna curb oh. stomp her i really thought she was gonna curb stomp her and i was like gonna laugh hysterically but the stiletto fucking killed me i'm glad they didn't show it i would have vomed oh god something okay, about puncture I, wounds i love that she got put in a suitcase mm-hmm. oh that was so good she got packed up because they showed her all together <laughs> I had a party friend in Chicago for a while, um, you know, like a casual acquaintance that you would of see course. at the occasional underground warehouse rave. And uh, him and his girlfriend murdered his girlfriend's mom in Bali and stuffed her in a suitcase. Disgusting. I know. I was like, I'm this so movie is just hitting different aspects for oh my me. God. You ever have a murder party friend? Jesus Christ. Yeah, what do you mean you don't have a murdy murder? Do you remember? A murdy party friend. (laughs) Do you remember that show, the reality show, Megan Wants a Millionaire, that got canceled like halfway through the season, maybe at best, because it turns out like the guy who got to second place murdered his ex-wife and put her in a suitcase? Oh. No, I did not watch that, but that sounds exciting. Yeah. Bad, bad exciting. was... Um. Awful. Awful. But yeah, I mean, this part of the movie is so wild because Jessica really was onto her. And Jessica really was doing a pretty good job of figuring shit out and getting away. But she did not have the appreciation for what she was dealing with. Like she thought yeah. CW she was thought she just was like weird. Not she thought she was like a weird, weird. creepy, desperate hanger on her. Yeah. 
she did not realize that she was dealing with well, an was- actually dangerous person. Yeah. She thought she was a thief. She thought she was just trying to steal her money. That's why she offered her all that cash. She's like, you want money? Take it out. Fucking care. Just let me get out of here. She, yeah, she was like, I know what you're doing. You're taking advantage of her and you're not going to do that to me. Like she thought that CW was just in it for the money and the influence. And um, CW had to lay it out for her and be like, you don't know anything about me. I don't want your fucking money, you entitled bitch. And then she does her best to like shorten her little influencer speech into two sentences and be like, I wish we could have finished what we started, but I'll just do it really fast. Um, Nobody's going to notice you're gone. Nobody cares. They never do. Stop. So good. So good. The stomp. The stomp. And then we Ryan brings back all those people to party. I because know. Ryan is so an inadvertent smart her. guy, sort of. Right. He is a smart, he's a little bit smart. I was I like got turned around numbers. on him by the end. Okay, a little bit. He's still a douchebag, but you know, he did try to do his his uh justice for his girl. He didn't let it lie. You yeah know. yeah um but yeah i mean like cw does such a good job of trying to set the scene be like oh you just miss jessica here's her oh, eggy her plate, plate. Yeah. that <laughs> i ate those eggs for sure like she just <laughs> left ha 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 and then like she kicks like ryan out because she's like this is not your space she broke up with you you creep why did you follow her here in the first place blah blah blah, blah. so she does a good job of of like convincing him to leave well, and she also does that new boyfriend post which was really smart and then she also totally changes it up after that too and is like oh what do you do with a guy let me seduce him in a different way and be like actually I would love if a guy flew all the way across the world for me and if Madison doesn't appreciate that about you maybe she doesn't deserve you do you want to go out to dinner and have a drink with me tonight like, she really is laying it on thick. She's like, thick. sorry, no more little floral outfits. I'm wearing a sexy red halter top now. Um, Let's hang out, Ryan. Do you want to hang out? Yeah. The, the When she roofies him and, like, does that whole... I really thought she was going to kill him. Um, But instead, she's more manipulative than that. That's not I've her seen... thing. Yeah. Yeah. And she... Just like sets the scene to make it see and and take does that whole sexy thing and just takes his phone and deletes the picture of her off of his Instagram like genius yeah just kept me on my toes kept me on my fucking toes yeah that's the thing is like we saw it a little with Madison where she was like don't get me in the background of any of your videos or your photos I don't want to be on social media I don't like being on camera I'm more comfortable behind the camera. But really part of it is just like her birthmark makes her very distinctive looking. And it means that she's easily remembered. If you see one photo of her posted on Ryan's Instagram, Jessica also tagged in it. Madison also Mm -hmm. tagged in it. All of a sudden, these are three relatively big followings that are seeing her. And even if you delete the posts, like, I know how influencing works these days. You can have whole subreddits dedicated to just one influencer and following all of their various little exploits and stuff like that. Like that photo's already out there, girl. It's over. It's over for you, bestie. 
Yeah, I have two friends that are influencers. One found out she's has like a wiki feat. And the other one, like, found out there's a subreddit about her that is nar nar. So, um, it is, yeah. Hopefully, we don't have those. No, (laughs) we don't think so. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think we're. we're First of all, we're my girlies. Yeah. My niche internet celebrity until the day that I die, bitch. Yeah. Micro niche and all of the spookies are respectful. They're and so they nice. Never, never do that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. If we ever do start a Patreon, one of the level will be $666 and it will be for feet picks only. But for Sydney's feet picks only. Only for Sydney's feet picks. You don't want to see my out. feet. My, my feet are jacked so up. Put that clip on TikTok. <laughs> Yeah, Sydney does have very cute feet. My feet are so cute. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the one other thing that CW underestimates is just Ryan in general, just like we have been the whole movie because, you know, he was such a fuck in the beginning. In act one, he was a big old douche canoe. Um, But like, he's like, this still doesn't sit well with me and I don't know where the fuck Madison is. So I'm going to go investigate, which is a little creepy on its face, but you know, it's also weird that she's back at the same resort again, you know, in my opinion. Um, the same one so, where her room got broken into. Yeah. Yeah. Why would she go back there? And so she he goes back, figures out from the help of Kroopy, 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 Kroopy is what I was going to say. <laughs> Kroopy, <Rupi>. Kroopy, Rupert. <laughs> and, you know, he gives the tea. He, he would remember Again, that just like you were just saying, Chelsea, like the girl with the birthmark, yeah, stands out. That's what sticks. He doesn't remember the blonde girl as much, but he remembers that they were together. Oh, I remember that other girl. Okay, I remember that there were these two girls, and someone had their room broken into. Yep. But he is actually central to the plot. Like he's there in the beginning for the Madison CW meet cute. And you kind of think, we're never going to see this guy again. He's just a vehicle to get these two girls together. No, he's still hanging out in Thailand two months later, basically. And he is there to be like, not only has Madison not been here in weeks, not only was she with this other girl at that time, but this picture couldn't have been taken recently with the new quote love of her life because it's been raining for weeks this is the first sunny day we've had in weeks this sunny photo is obviously old which is why cw had to be like she's at this hotel in the first place because that's where all of madison's photos were taken yep dude okay I have to say this. It's the time to bring it up. There's another small character in this film the who um, is so frustrating. So that's Jay, which is Madison's best friend, who was a piece of shit when Madison was FaceTiming with him because he didn't really yeah. care about her problems or anything. He literally he was like, smile more, girl. Oh, yeah. hated that. Was like, I hated that. Get me get me on uh your influencer list like let me get those fancy perks like you get like that's all he cared about um and then when ryan calls him and it was and is like what the fuck like does she have has she told you about this other boyfriend and or have you even talked to her yeah like they've been texting and stuff but they've never facetimed since since you know she went missing and we know she went missing um but they don't know and then he immediately flip flops. He's like, "You can do way better than her, Ryan. You can do way better Ryan than Madison." Up. Yeah, Ryan was the exactly. driving force of the influencing. He's, he's just playing fucking games. 
And later on in the movie, you see him do it once again. And so he well, is just one more such time. a fucking piece of shit in this. Um, yeah. He is the bestie. He's yeah, so funny love, to like, me, but it's terrible. Yeah, it's it's fucking terrible. But I love that Ryan race wastes no fucking time after he has Jay and Croopy Kru- Rupees um Intel. He goes straight back to CW's house and fucks her shit up. <laughs> um, which like I think is the proper response. Like obviously something really fucking CV is going on here. Maybe not smashing in the face right away, but um, you know. And she's yeah. so manipulative. She's so manipulative. She's she, like, so good. She's like trying to like me to him, like like in the negative yeah. way. He's just like wipe it, whip it around on him. Like you're a man and I'm a woman and you have me tied up and blah blah blah. blah. And like you see him being like, oh fuck, this does look bad, but he still knows he's right. Yeah, it is so crazy to see him. Like she really thought she got away with it. When she was like, I would love to have a boyfriend like you. Anyway, I hope you get on this ferry and go home and you find a new girlfriend who is deserving of you. And I never see you again. And I'm going to burn all the evidence except for Madison's journal because she's in love with Madison and she can't bear to part with it. Um, But Mm. she even burns her blonde wig because she can't keep pretending to be influencers, even though like you'd think maybe she would want to do Jessica's account. But she's like, let me just actually wipe the slate clean. Let me just start over. Um, and then Ryan, he just figures it all out. And he has that moment where he's like clicking through Madison's Instagram too, frame by frame on that video to find you the one frame. On Instagram, no, you can't way. do that. No. But you could maybe like screen record it and then like yeah, click would through do that your screen sure. recording. Yeah. I don't know we if you would be able to, to find that. that one frame. He but... did it in app on the internet and it's real buggy on the internet. So sure, I sure, know sure. for sure you can't do that. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, know, he gets to that one belief. frame where you see the birthmark. And once again, it's like the birthmark that's bringing her down too. Like it, it is so central to the plot in such an interesting way in this movie. It really is but, interesting. Yeah. I mean, he comes back and he's like, guess what? I black out all the time because I'm a heavy drinker, but I never forget a shag, which is just <laughs> such an incredible line. Really a great line. So really good. Really a great line. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just, you never go to a secondary location with an unknown person. But he just, he does love Madison He thought so she much. was going to the secondary location. You know, he was like, I'm waiting for her here. I've got the upper hand. He doesn't, he, well, he no, also that, doesn't know who he's dealing with. No, he doesn't know who he's dealing with. And she's like, oh, well, I'll take you to Madison, you know? And so she's going to oh, take him yeah. out on the, yes. that's what I'm talking oh about. Like, well, don't go to the secondary location because you can get overpowered. Well, he, as a man, also, you know, as women, we are he conditioned to be like, than you. Yeah. I'm bigger than you. I'm a, yeah, like, they just, totally. they literally don't think of danger because they're like, I'm a man. I can walk yeah. alone at night. Nothing's going to happen to me. You're like, it's fine. Thing. In does. the same way, she Madison and CW have that conversation earlier about creepy Rupert where CW was like, he could have put something in your drink. Uh, you got to watch out. And then she does it to ryan later and it literally never occurs to ryan that cw could do something to his drink while getting it for him at the bar like Uh that is just so unbelievably not on his radar at all all. he thinks 
sure, there's something wrong with her. There's something shady about her. She's like trying to steal money. He kind of goes to the same conclusion that Jessica does. He doesn't even realize, even once he's found Madison's journal and um, Jessica's like little fake jade statue, he knows she's dangerous, but he just, it doesn't occur to him that she could be a threat to him too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that whole exchange is so good where he's like, so you good. did something to her. You use my girlfriend's account so that you can feel what liked. And she's like, how long have you been keeping tabs on her? How long have you been stalking all of her purchases and controlling her? Blah, blah, blah. Like, I mean, she's she is her game. Yeah. She's spitting facts with that. She's you like, know. Madison yeah. showed me the messages. She said that you hit her several times. And he's like, you sent those. And it's like, okay, yeah, but she's already fucked with the timeline so much that people are not going to be able to tell. Even if Ryan uncovered everything right then, they're not going to know exactly when Madison disappeared. And she's going to have plausible deniability to be like, no, Madison sent me these. And then she ran away when Ryan was coming. Oh, yeah. Man, she said that those fucking texts. I, I forgot about that, too. The weird texts about abuse and stuff. Um, oof. She's so she's so smart. She's so smart. She's not getting the dumb bitch award. She's a smart no. bitch. Um, but the but, underwater yeah. fight, yeah. The underwater fight was fucking sick, and I felt so bad for Ryan. He literally had a knife. Just stab her in the fucking face. I was so mad. I was like, take your <laughs> knife. Go like this. Go behind yeah. your head try it on both sides but it's like i've never been strangled in that regard um so you know underwater it's harder too and, and like the momentum underwater i'm sure would like inhibit some of your stabbing abilities he does try to get her though he cuts her and face, he gets like her but, arm and her leg yeah like he cuts her right here around her eye she has like a big cut there but yeah she is real strong She's a little yeah. thing, but she's real strong. She's ripped. I don't know if you notice how she's fucking ripped. So um, this bitch works she's out. She's taken down. She's taken down. like we it's... said, she's uninhibited. <laughs> she's uninhibited. He might be uh, a little not prepared to kill somebody, even though he smashed a girl in the head with a statue. But she has killed before, and she'll kill, and again. kill again. She'll do she it again. She killed a bunch of times just by leaving someone to die of the elements. But she smashed Jessica's face into that stone wall. Yeah, she stopped. She fully smashed her. Stiletto. She fully stilettoed her in the throat. Yeah, yeah. And this brings us to the fucking ending of this the movie. Closer. And I, the ah. of this movie fucking slapped so hard. And I just want to say from the beginning, because they showed that fucking clip at the very beginning. And it just was a blonde girl face down in the sand. And I'm like, okay, I know she has a blonde wig. So I'm like, she is going to be the dead person on the beach. Like, I, I was just like, she's going to be like, CW is going to be the dead person on the beach. That was my prediction. And I was like, it's going to be like the reveal is like her in the wig or something like that. But then she burned the wig. So I was like, fuck, there goes my fucking theory. I was like, there can't be just another wig on the island. That would be weird. I was like trying to think about wig. it. I was like, did, did they she just scalp? Left it behind. Did they scalp one of the old blondes? Like, and then she everybody has a backup on. wig. Like, what are you talking about? What's it going to be? Especially Monica. You should know everybody has a backup wig. I know I have a backup wig, so I thought she might have a backup wig or that someone scalped the blonde on the island. I don't know. I was trying to get creative, but I was like, there's no way like there has to be a 
I, I knew that Madison like had to be alive or one of them still had to be alive. Like I just felt that in my soul. I'm like, she that there's a huge flaw she in this entire plan. Yeah. Well, no, it's not even that. It's just like there, it could have been a movie where she gets away with it, but it's just like the fact whenever you leave someone to die, they never fucking die. You know, it's like if a we bad see plan. the death on screen. Yeah. yeah. You don't see a body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like I want if I want somebody dead, I want eyes on their fucking corpse. Okay. Sometimes <laughs> even when you see a body, like last week. You can't always trust what you see, too. You exactly, gotta fully investigate. Exactly. You gotta know exactly. You gotta double what you're tap them into. and make sure they're dead. But I was like, I was like, in my mind, I was like, just wait. Like fucking Madison, even though she looks like a little like froofy bitch, she was like the girl version of an Eagle Scout or some shit. Or she, she said can't. that. She Hella. said she was in the Girl Scouts. Okay, the Girl Scouts don't t- teach you fucking shit, though. They don't um, teach you jack shit about wilderness. You were in wilderness boys training. It's different. They, I got to the No, green... I quit Girl Scouts because it was all just, like, crafts and camping in somebody's exactly. backyard. Yeah, but I we think went some hiking. troops maybe do stuff, especially as yeah. you get, like, in the later ranks. I quit in third I grade. I got to so. the green one, so the green what is outfit, it, which arrow? is, like, kind of, like, adult kind. Oh, junior, we never, yeah. I never got to a level where we were learning anything besides having fun not to knock it I had a really good time but like I would have loved to learn all the shit that Adam learned Adam's an Eagle Scout it fucking comes in handy so often in our lives because we love to go camping it's fucking sick I would love to have those skills but I was like, she's going to have like an Eagle Scout brother who took her under her wing and taught him everything that she he knows or some shit. Or there's some way that she learned. It. I don't like that you're not giving her Girl Scout experience credit and that you're creating a fictional Eagle Scout in her life. OK, well, I'm sorry, because the Girl Scouts like are a flawed system and they don't teach you anything. And it's like bootleg version. Like it's just there's a huge issue in that. At least there was in the 90s where like the Boy I'm Scouts, standing they up were for the Girl Scouts shit. right now. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> I want to I... only do what was the Troop Beverly Hills? That's the only kind of scouting I want to do. Just like I will be backpacking in a five star resort. <laughs> Exactly. I don't, don't want to know nature staff. Well, I'm. They just they don't teach you shit. They just don't. That's not. But the I think priority if you quit when you scouts. became a junior, which is also when I quit, which okay, is in third well, grade. Like if you okay, are, if you go to Golden Arrow, those are way later on. I think maybe they they might learn things at some point once you're not in elementary school. I know, but from the get go with Boy Scouts, they start teaching you shit. That's so true. There is, that like, is true. There, there is a huge discrepancy in it, and you can't fight me on that. That's true. Like, so no, I agree. Like, that was why yeah. I quit. So that that that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But either way, like, I was like, she's gonna have like fucking wilderness training and come out there and fucking do it to it because like the second she rolls up and that fish is on the stick I was like yes Mm -hmm. bitch she's spear fishing with the fucking stick I don't know what water she ended up drinking but like she figured it out maybe she knows how to desalinate the ocean she found a coconut and she drank coconut water for hydration like I don't know what she did but I was like yes but okay, I have a question because like, of course, CW freaks out. She's like scaling the island with her shovel to fucking kill these bitches. But like the second before like the real climax of of the movie, she comes upon this cliff and there's two crosses there. So do you think that two of the other girlies like survived long enough? Or like, do you think that just uh, Madison like buried the bodies of 
two girls' bodies that she found? Like, what do you think yeah. those crosses signified? I think Madison, as soon as Madison got to the island in the beginning, she noticed some tally marks on the log yes. around the campfire. I, and I, I think that. Yeah, we saw the tally marks again when CW came back and it showed that Madison's been there for like two full fucking months. Um, yeah. I think she had a lot of time to explore the island and found evidence of the other girls, maybe only two other girls. And that's why only two crosses. But I think Madison, that's, that's all Madison. She's a little sweetie Petey. She was like, CW, you may have done this to these other girls, but that doesn't mean that I can't still honor their memories and show that someone was here. She or maybe little. she ate their corpses and buried the bones. She doesn't need to do that. She knows how to stab little fish on maybe spear. Maybe it took her a while to figure out spear fishing. I've been a in a cannibalism space <laughs> with the books I've been reading lately. So my mind goes to cannibalism right away. But I also had this thought where like these other girls were still alive on the island and they banded together. They but slowly the other ones were sick and they weren't doing well and they died. You know, I was really hoping that they would have like a little like um, gay commune. Uh, well, Everybody yeah, wants a gay commune. commune. I was thinking like Lord of the Flies. So yeah, a gay commune. Like a Lord <laughs> of the Flies sort of scenario where the girlies all came together, but things went off the rails. Little Wilder Girls uh, situation, if you've read that book. But um, yeah, that, what, that was a good decoy, Um, whatever it was. I don't think it was planned to be a decoy, but I just love Madison whacking her the fuck with a, a big stick. I don't know what it was. It doesn't matter. She's mm-hmm. getting her fucking revenge and she's so fed up and she's so sunburned. Yeah, she is a little worse for wear, but honestly way less than you would expect for someone stranded yeah. on an island for two months with no supplies. She yep. made it work. She had those survival skills within her and she girl um, bossed her way right out of there yeah i love that she doesn't kill cw either she just leaves her stranded there like that feels so appropriate to me like so often in horror movies it's like don't just leave them alive they're gonna come get you but it's like well what's cw gonna do literally swim miles back to shore like no she's gonna be just as helpless as she thought all of the other girls she left behind were and she is not a girl scout and yeah fuck you 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 stay here and get dehydrated and don't drink water and have euphoric hallucinations until you die you do that bitch you heard it's so great experience it for yourself honey (laughs) yeah and i just i think it's so interesting that the movie ends with cw standing on the shore watching the boat go and she's like smiling a little like what's that smile about what do you guys think about the smile oh she's just like touche yeah. yeah yeah i think she was Touché. like Fuck, game recognizes game exactly <laughs> like respect you respect it's a hundred percent she's impressed she finally met a worthy opponent she like wrote all of these girls off and thought they were like useless contributions to society and that the world revolved around them because people follow them on instagram and they're blonde and they're pretty and she was like these bitches don't know how to do anything when the world isn't catering to them and then madison was like guess fucking what that's not universally true and cw was like you know what 
I've learned something today and I'm changed and I'm better for it. And I wish you would come back and I give me a little kissy. Days. <laughs> a little okay, smooch. well, I feel like that's a perfect little uh, seg- segue into our segments. How mm-hmm. could this movie be gay or Chelsea? Seems like you have some ideas. I think that um, they were in love and CW ruined it by not being able to recognize that feeling in herself before she had um, made the decision to abandon Madison on the island. Or she was so scared by her feelings that she was like... I think she's so disconnected from her feelings that she didn't recognize it until later. She's so distanced from her feelings, but she saved that little notebook and she didn't examine why she was just like, hey, a little souvenir for CW. Gonna put that in my dark room with my photos. I want to know what her childhood was like. Yeah. You ever get so internally homophobic that you kill the object of your affection? <laughs> or We've seen it to? a couple of times. Yeah, uh, but it's that same kind of thing also of like, do I want to be with you or do I want to be you? Be you. She, does she want to be an influencer? I don't know, but she's certainly stepping into Madison's life and pretending to be Madison in a couple of different facets. Yeah, So, but it, it sucks because she's not that good at it. Like Ryan can tell there's a mark difference it's empty it's more like more it's so fake now that's what he says yeah yeah and and so like because she is like i don't know i can't diagnose her sociopath whatever something blah 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 there's something off she can't she's a crazy lady humanity she doesn't have empathy way yeah totally um but yeah it's really interesting also that we drawing all these queer parallels because i totally agree with you that it's all there there's also a lot of gay people in this movie like jay is gay even though he's a little fuck bitch um those two you boys gay are gay apparently. it's progress yeah. gay people can be anything um including a fuck bitch just like how women can be serial killers honey um Brave. but bringing Post the gayness around full circle so Curtis David Harder is the director of this movie. And I saw this thing. It was like the director of Spiral. I was like, what? Is this a connection to Saw? He directed oh Spiral and then he did a straight to Shudder movie? No, there's another movie called Spiral. And I can't find the trailer for it because there's too much Saw Spiral shit. So I do want to check that out because I did enjoy this. But he was a producer for... What keeps you alive? Oh, gay, gay connection. Yeah, yeah um, gay. That's gay. Yeah, gay. That's gay. So he knows about gay, gay? shit, obviously. He's learned about it. Interesting. He produced it. Um, he also, in case you want to know. That's very similar to this one, too. Yeah, Lots of no, similar vibes. There. Similar vibes. Yeah, tone-ish. I don't know. A little bit. I don't know. Um, VHS 94, he also did uh production for or he was a producer for that as well so he's been all around these like shutter releases um and i like what he did here so i would be interested in checking out some of his other stuff that he's been involved with i think he's primarily a producer but Mm. he has gotten into directing with this movie and also with oh my god spirals also gay a same-sex couple moved to a small town to enjoy a better quality of life and raise their daughter with strong social values i won't read the rest of it 
Good. Oh, but then their Love. neighbors throw a strange party and the rest of it's cut off. So I'm not going to click on it right now. There you go. That's enough. <laughs> okay. So, so I love that he, he loves gay. He loves horror. Yeah. I read reviews for this movie for Influencer that was like these two heterosexual girls. And I was like, who are you to decide that reviewer? Like, why do you think that you get to say? Because first of all, they're obviously in love and they're obviously gay. Um, But also like, if the director producer is doing lots of gay stories, if Cassandra Naud Nod, if she's queer in real life, she's like maybe bringing a little of that into the role. Um, I just think it's, it's very, it's, it's very clear. There. Yeah. Oh, okay. Spiral was also a Shutter original, and it's oh. on, so yeah, it's on Shutter right now. It's got four stars on Shutter, and it's only mm. ninety minutes. I'm going to watch it right away. <laughs> this is not um, how the movie could be gayer, but I think Jessica's homophobic. Yeah, I get that. She's like, eat, pray, love, except for you gays. <laughs> yeah, I you can't join like, our team. Her girl boss feminism is a little um, turfy, maybe, is the vibe mm. that I get from her. I just feel like, that's the worst vibe to give off turf vibes oh my god give off turf (laughs) vibes would be atrocious yeah Mm -hmm. her thing is just very like actually um i'm the authority and so i just think she would think like people who are not like her are like doing things wrong yeah i can see that sorry to sarah canning who seems lovely but that's my vibe from jessica Okay, it's time to move on to where would Matthew Lillard fit into this film? Okay, I would mm. hate to say this, but Ooh. he could be Rupert. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was thinking. Oh, um, it's he really could the, be. Look, there are six characters in this movie. There's just <laughs> not a lot of space for him to be anybody else i mean a young maddie lily would be a really interesting ryan for sure yeah for um, sure but i like to definitely pull that off european or whatever yeah he's yes, like weirdly really? i don't know i'm not good with accents i'm really bad with that too with like I like I have like a uh, accent blindness from Aussies to British people sometimes like I talk mm. to an Australian man for like an hour and then he's like I'm Australian and I was like this whole time I was sure you're British and like they're markedly different so my bad drastically different <laughs> yeah drastically I don't know what's going I on I get <laughs> accent blind where um one of my like beloved childhood friends we are six months apart they call us the terrible two um Zach has the thickest Southern accent you've ever heard in your entire life. And Alex was like, Zach has the thickest Southern accent I've ever heard in my entire life. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Zach doesn't have an accent. Um, that sounds totally normal. That's how normal that sounds. Alex is like, Sydney. <laughs> and I'm like, sometimes I don't mm. even like hear accents. Uh, to me, everybody just like weirdly sounds same, the same. Everybody's yeah, speaking you have your in a same accent, accent or like yes. when you're used to. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Oh my God. It all comes back so, to the transatlantic accent. I have a transatlantic <laughs> accent thing to tell you guys after the pod. Um, okay. I think Rupert for Maddie Lily is the spot. Like that's it. I think he'd like, have fun no with question. it. He'd do some weird ass shit with it. He'd make it creepy in an appropriately um leery way he'd yeah. make it 
creepy in a way, but also in a way like, maybe I will stay and take my chances with Rupert and not go with this girl. No, 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 Sydney, don't. But if it's Maddie yeah, Valley I mean, Willard, but- who can blame her? Okay. Yeah. It's time to move I- on to dumb bitch. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. But um, this one's a hard one. But I, for me, it's Jay because he's fake and I fucking hate him. Yeah, everybody else is she... doing their darndest. Mm-hmm. The way that CW cancels Ryan at the end after she's killed him, and then she does the Instagram post where is like, actually, I'm Madison, and something heavy has been on my heart. Um, Ryan is an abuser. And then all of his sponsorships get canceled. And then Jay's like, I always knew that bitch was a predator. When earlier in the movie, he was like, oh my God, girl, you and your boyfriend need to get me on your influencer. And then he talked to Ryan and was like, oh my God, I always thought that you were too good for Madison. And then he's like, I always knew, like, he is a fake ass bitch. He's a fake bitch, bitch, which is synonymous with dumb bitch. So he's the dumb bitch. Also, Madison didn't, like, she survived. Good for her. But also like what are you gonna say i'm scared i don't know she did she didn't make all the greatest choices but i here's the thing she didn't make i relate a to a lot all of, of those choices. i related to she her was already alone in thailand and thought somebody broke into her room you know she made what she probably thought were the wisest choices in those yeah. moments she's for me personally because i would just never solo travel especially to a country that like is so far from home is so far from home i do not speak different language language. like the cultures are so drastically different you know sure like i would be like i'm taking a bestie yeah Yeah. i just am i know i i wish i could solo travel i wish that like i wish i could too life i feel like i went somewhere by myself when i studied abroad but it wasn't like for a long time i think yeah. i did like a day trip by myself but i was in a foreign country so mm. um, but you were but also yeah, in a country I, that spoke on, a language <laughs> yeah honorary mention to madison for sure um but no, definitely she get the award. but i she redempts she has a redemption arc that is sick and i would have mm-hmm. given the dumb bitch award to ryan too but his redemption arc is also great in my opinion he does prove himself though he is still a fuckboy at his heart but a fuck boy with a heart of gold. (laughs) I think it's so interesting with Ryan because like, I don't know about you guys, but I was not rooting for him to beat CW. I was rooting for CW to beat him, but I was also rooting for Madison to be avenged. So it's like, I'm not rooting for Ryan, but also I do kind of want to see Ryan take her down on behalf of Madison, but also like, I want the girly to win. So like, I don't want him to be better. You know what I mean? But that's what I think. It was such an it's interesting like play with him for sure. Yeah, totally. His name's Ryan. So he is unfortunately my He is enemy. kind of a dumb bitch. Yeah. yeah. No. Just for that. But just for I, that let's say alone. Jay. Jay is I think, I think Jay is fair. One. Yeah. He's a flipper flopper. Okay. Yeah. Well, that brings us to our knives out of fives. And I saw some high scores for this one. So yeah. what, what was it? Um, I would say there were generally positive reviews. Some people didn't give it like a shining star reviews necessarily because I did look at some actual reviews for myself when I was trying to research. There's just like not much else for this film to research. Um, yeah. And there's like no trivia on IMDb other than no. to say that the star's birthmark is real. Um, but other yeah. than that, just just not a lot out there. 
but the actual numbers on IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes are as such. Um, it's a 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb. So a little lower, but on Rotten Tomatoes, while it has 71% fresh from audiences, which is better than 6.1, it has 92% fresh from critics, which is pretty good. That's 92% really good. fresh from critics. That's super good. Yeah, most yeah. critics are like, at least this is worth your time. And I think so. I think it is. I, I definitely agree. I had a really, really good time with this one. And like, it's really inspiring me to get back into what I was doing last year where I like was watching like every, not every, but like as many new releases, like niche new releases as I could in horror. But I got kind of burnt out on that. And there were so many this year that it just seemed crazy. And I think I watched some really fucking bad one that I was like, eh, you know, kind of icked me. But this has got me inspired again because like th sometimes movies just get like not shafted. Uh, Shutter original isn't necessarily a bad thing, but you don't. It's like the it gives straight to DVD a little yeah, bit. You know what I mean? And so a little bit straight to VHS if you really like, want to throw it back. Um, I think they kind of are holding it down in the horror community, which is their niche, but they haven't really like entered into the public discussion totally. much yet yeah and I'm just I feel really grateful that I have access to Shutter now because they have amazing stuff on mm -hmm. there and this was a really great movie I want to watch more of their Shutter originals there's this one called quicksand that came out that looks kind of silly but also fun about people getting stuck in quicksand um in a jungle so you know so I don't know it, it really like kind of inspired me to to watch more of these niche horror movies like there's another one that was actually related to this that I saw on on Shutter yeah Sissy is another Shutter, mm. Shutter original that I really liked too it's Australian I believe um but anyway this like was inspiring for me to get back into that so that was really exciting and I just had a really good time like um it kept my attention pretty well I was really tired when I watched it so it still kept me going but I don't know I, I really had a good time so I'm gonna give this one like a 4.7 like this is great for like an indie release and I want to see more from this director I thought this was so pretty to yeah really gorgeous like watch Thailand is gorgeous Thailand is really pretty, great cinematography like, too. right yeah, like, I want to go shots, it was for like an indie movie too the way that they were able to just make this feel like an incredibly expensive mm -hmm. movie like um, a luxurious film yeah yeah and, and like the music too like what didn't seem like the songs were pretty good even though you never heard them before you know like even that like sometimes that cheapens it they got the shittiest song you ever heard right you're <laughs> just like what is this it's yeah me out but this didn't and I thought the like there's a lot of influencer horror that's been like coming on in the last couple yeah, of years because like totally. obviously like it's a it's thing relevant. now yeah totally but I thought this was like a great original kind of been on, on an yeah. influencer and i had a good time it hit real close to home uh Sorry. in a couple things so i'm <laughs> gonna give this a 4.5 out of five Ooh. Nice. yeah like i said um i had seen it before and i loved it and when they circled back at the end the first time i watched this and they revealed that madison is alive i was like Fuck yeah. Like, she told you she's a Girl Scout. Like, hell yeah. I was so fucking pumped yes. when they circled back and you saw her little fish on a stick. Um, I just think that it is so fun. It's so well done. Great performances from everybody. Like, I didn't really think 
there was anyone in particular dragging down the cast or anything like that. Um, I will say when you were talking about the body on the beach in the beginning, I, I was like, I wanted that to circle back somehow a little. Like I thought when you were saying yeah. you were going to circle back to it, that you had noticed in the dark room photos that one of the girls was wearing that outfit um, and so I went to check well, and that, that's, that's not the case. That's that's the callback that I meant. It's like you think that that's going to be Madison, but she's not wearing what mm. Madison was wearing when they get to the island. Madison's wearing like a two-piece like orange little flower dress yeah. thing. And that body's wearing like shorts and a like white striped t-shirt. So that that's what I meant. Sorry, I forgot to circle back to that. So you know if you're really paying attention, which who could be with so much going mm-hmm. on, that that's not Madison. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would have liked if that was, like, one of the other victims, but I think it it can be even without her being shown in the photograph shot. I mean, I think it's clear that that's what that is at the very least, but it would have been, like, nice to circle back and, like, round that out in that way. Um, but yeah, I mean, like Monica said, I think it's really fun that it's on Shutter that movies can have releases like that these days and still pick up steam and still get a following. Um, I was in a phase where I wasn't watching anything by myself that wasn't for the podcast that was a horror movie because I felt like I had to be giving it like it was like my professional responsibility <laughs> now to like mm-hmm. pay full attention if I was going to watch a horror movie and I'm never prepared to give anything my full attention in my free time um and I I don't know when we did Raiders of the Lost podcast earlier I was like that's dumb why do I feel like that I can just watch I can just put something on and this was one of the movies I put on and also I blame society I put on and that was a wild double feature just in wow. case anybody Ooh, wants it geez. um but it it was such a blast. I was so glad that I watched it. I'm so glad we did it now. Um, I loved it. I, I love the final reveal. I have like no complaints about this film other than that one small detail that I never even noticed the first time around. So I'm going to go and give it five knives because I want to see more from everybody involved. Hell yeah. Great pick. Great pick. Happy birthday, bitch. Yay, great idea. Chelsea great fucking ideas. So fun. All right. Well, Chelsea, your birthday episode will always be in our hearts and we'll be celebrating in perpetuity as you demand. Um, but, we yeah, have to... <laughs> <laughs> but we have to move on um, to our next film and we're keeping that uh, girl power energy, you know, um, girl boss. Girl boss, for real, dear Christ. (laughs) But this is a movie that has been lauded as a feminist classic in the horror genre, so we'll discuss if that's true or not. But it is 2005's The Descent, a movie that I hear is actually fucking terrifying. So that'll be something. (laughs) And guess what? Monica really meant it when she said birth month continues because somebody did suggest that I do this for my birthday episode. I just hadn't watched it enough to determine if I wanted it to be birthday episode yet at the time. So actually birthday part two. Birthday part two. See, it never ends. It's Chelsea Palooza. Chelsea Palooza, bitch. Oh my God, it's Chelsea two weeks. Oh my God, Chelsea loves two two weeks. weeks. Wow. I love Chelsea. Chelsea is queen of the two weeks. Seriously. So true. It really is. It looks good on you, girl. Thanks, queen. (laughs) All right, so it's time for our poll question. So birthday girl, do you have any ideas? What's Um, the spookies? 
who do you think is hottest no I don't want that because they're all hot and I don't want anybody to feel bad would you survive how long was she on that island two months three weeks before we even see CW again and then her whole saga with Jessica after that yeah that's at least I feel like it could be anywhere between a month and like a month and like a month and a half that she's on there maybe two months but I don't know how long she's with Jessica and I don't know if she continued from the girl before but there was like at least four sets of five so one month and then at least like three maybe four more sets of five and a couple extra days so that's that's a a good amount each one's a week no oh I do tallies are usually five yeah. But I guess you're right. That's seven days are in a week. Yeah. She's only counting business. Whatever. Days. Right. Weekends don't count. Weekends don't count. Weekends weekends she partied relaxing. on the weekend. Yeah. She's like, I don't need to worry about surviving. <laughs> on, on the, the weekends, weekend. she just lets herself get dehydrated and has fun visions. And then she drinks water again on a Monday. I think she's there. I think she's on that island for a month. Okay. I, maybe I, that's the poll question. How long do you think she's there for? How long no, do you think she- I, that could be proved? Maybe I think it could be proved. How long would you survive on the island? And I'll put right. several different options. Five seconds. Like, what or what's your I strategy? Immediately yeah. And the other question, the like log, like the write-in question. I'll be like, what's your strategy to survive on the island? So you can send send me your survival tips, your survival guide. It'll be Spooky Tuesday's survival guide to surviving on an island. Okay, great. Well, um, why not give us a five-star review just while we're thinking about it? Because it is Chelsea's birthday. And doesn't she Do deserve praise on her birthday? Don't I, don't I need little compliments? Yeah, just say something real nice about Chelsea. You're already saying that. We have very many people being like, Chelsea's so funny in our five-star reviews. But we need more. And this is a great time for that. Or just you gave her, give her a five star so rating. Chelsea's, Chelsea's so, so talented at what she does. She looks so good with we pink love hair. Pink no hair. one's doing pink hair like her. You got a lot of options here. And so do it. We are requesting that. Chelsea um, is the and singer of the pod. We already oh, have one that says that. Writing. We don't need another one that says <laughs> that. We actually don't enough. need another one that says that. <laughs> <laughs> it's been done. Get creative. <laughs> But you can also follow us on social media as a little extra spice for a birthday present, too. We're at Spooky underscore Tuesday on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. On X. <laughs> and no, I'm uh, going to dead name the fuck out of Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. I'm yeah, no, so it's sorry. Twitter. The only thing I will dead name X... is Twitter. Yeah. Have you noticed that the X, like the, the logo for it, has like little scritchy scratchies like on it? So it's like a black square with the X, but there's like little white scritchy scratchies to make it look edgier. It's the most pathetic thing it's I've ever hardcore. seen. It's also, so did you know hardcore. it redirects back to twitter.com? So yeah, it does. He's so, so bad stupid. at his job. Whatever. He's literally trash. Anyway, uh, we also have a Facebook and a Tumblr at Spooky Tuesday Pod, and we are on Letterboxd at spooky tuesday so as i always say thank you so much for listening and i'll see you next tuesday bye spooky bye bye happy birthday chelsea i thought you hated social media does it make you happy 
doesn't make me feel alone. But nobody actually cares. You feel entitled to thinking that people should follow you. Which makes you believe that you're the center of the universe, the star of the story, but no one is. Oh, we are 100% in my story. Spooky Tuesday was created by Monica Height, Sydney Thompson, and Chelsea Duff, and edited by Sydney Thompson. Our gorgeously spooky tunes are all thanks to Tamara Simons, who you can follow on Instagram at Captain Tamara. And our podcast art is by Mary Murphy, who you can find on Instagram at the underscore moon underscore OMG.